Welcome to Artistic Beginnings. I'm Mitch. And I'm Melody. We're siblings who grew up working in the entertainment industry and were deeply impacted by the arts. I'm a professional actor, singer, and dancer working in Los Angeles and New York, still pursuing an artistic career. I, on the other hand, am no longer pursuing that career. I went on to become a researcher, though I'm still involved in the creative industry. Artistic Beginnings is all about the winding artistic paths that creatives follow in their lives. We share these inspirational stories with you so that you can learn and grow as a creative. So, let's get into it! Yeah, hello. Uh, my name is Gabrielle Friedman. I am 22 years old. I'm a actor, singer, dancer, and I guess TikTok creator now. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I'm currently based in California. Amazing. We love a TikTok influencer. Um, <laughs> what what are what are the things like the the Pisces, the Sagittarius? Oh, your zodiac things? sign. What's your zodiac? <laughs> Those were the two that you came up with, Pisces and Sagittarius. <laughs> Hilarious. Interesting. Um, well, if you'd really like to know, I am a Leo sun, uh, Leo rising, Aquarius moon. Ooh. And that's as much as I'll put out there. Fair. Very fair. <laughs> Mitch, do you know more, your big three? That's wonderful. Or do you only know the I one? I don't know my big three. I just know the one. I, I'm, I'm I feel the... like I've done your chart for you. Oh, yeah. Multiple times. I just always forget. Yeah. Um, I'm a Capricorn. <laughs> I'm one of those goatfish things. I'm super proud of it. Nice. I'm a goatfish. Uh, I'm a goatfish. And I am well, a triple Taurus. <laughs> I know. I didn't it realize. So it much. really does. I didn't realize how crazy that was until I told someone. I think I told Zora. And they were like, what? <laughs> All three? All three are the same? Yeah. Yeah, man. Yep. Oof. Anyway. Remind me never to get in an argument with you. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Anyone who has regrets it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it does explain a lot. Anyway, so TikTok, I kind of want to start. Were you, did you start off as someone who just downloaded it and watched or did you download it and start creating content immediately? Like what, what's your TikTok journey? You know, I genuinely can't remember. Mm -hmm. I think I started making videos pretty quickly after I downloaded it but like my friends would send me TikToks via like Instagram or Snapchat mm -hmm. and I was like I mean I might as well just download this because I mean I don't know if you remember but it kind of felt like people our age weren't allowed on the app. Yes. I'm I'm saying that like as a 22 year old, I'm not that old, but I was still like, this is a baby app for babies. Oh, yeah. And then well, there was a I stigma it, to it like, for sure. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there are so many like creators my age and older. So I was like, oh, maybe this isn't as bad as I thought. You know? Yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, there's That's also funny. so many subsets of TikTok too, that I feel like if you're a kid, you're going to end up on the kid side of TikTok just based on, you know, the content right. that you follow. But yeah, no, definitely. I remember when it was musically and everyone was just like shitting on it because they're like, oh, mm -hmm. lip syncing. I did have a Musical.ly, mm -hmm. but I think I made, like, two videos to make fun of it and then deleted nice. it. Because <laughs> there wasn't any, like, content. Right, it was yeah, it, just was, it was just lip syncing, yeah. And then it was TikTok, yeah. and then the content came in, totally, yeah. Mm -hmm. Huh. So you went in knowing what TikTok was before you, like, started using I, it. I had a pretty good idea, yeah. It was, I, I just didn't know that it was, like, for people my age. I think that was the one thing that I hadn't noticed until. Till I got mm. the app. Why did you start posting in the first place? Do you recall? I think it's a reason that I get into anything is that I see somebody 
kind of mediocre do it and get a lot of like praise and I'm like I can do yes. that <laughs> as mean as no, that sounds valid. Like, there are so many people on the app commodifying like literally just lip syncing and I'm not knocking people that do that I think it's a great hustle you're getting a lot of sponsorships like good for you but like the comedy side of TikTok which I think is like the side that I would fit more into was really lame it was just like (laughs) jokes that people were getting off of Twitter or Instagram Mm -hmm. or it would be people sitting in front of a green screen like pointing to To a Twitter (laughs) yeah to a a joke yeah that they screenshotted yeah it was just like the bar was pretty low so i was like yeah, yeah i can totally my fit myself my into favorite this. brand of like tiktok comedians are the ones who take like the sound from somebody else's tiktok and lip sync their jokes <laughs> like i think that's the funniest shit like i'm just like why you what i don't i don't understand <laughs> like, i just don't or they'll like lip sync somebody's like stand-up comedy yeah. routine and I'm like this like, has gotta be like, plagiarism right do that like in the beauty world i know there are a bunch of uh, people who do like their makeup to stand up which i think is kind of funny to like do right. that but there are That's there are people cute. who literally just steal steal shit like that it's mm-hmm. yeah how does one like fight that though? Like I'm a hundred percent sure that I've liked and thought, wow, that was so creative. And then realize after the fact that it wasn't actually them that did it. It was just them putting a face to the actual comedy. I mean, I'm not really sure if there is a way to do that because even in the app itself, like you could be a creator and let's say that you do some sort of like comedy routine as a TikTok and it saves as an original sound. People can then go on and use that sound and make their own videos. So -hmm. there's not really a way to like protect intellectual property in that way. But I think you just kind of have to use the app knowing that. I I don't know how you would fight that in court either. Like, yeah, I I just don't know like the legal No, it's true. I mean, the same thing happens. I, I see a lot of people, it happens with dance trends a lot too, where the person mm-hmm. who created the dance gets like rightfully so pissed that you know when charlie d'amelio does it and doesn't tag them everyone's like oh she made a new dance which is you know kind of shitty yeah, but i don't think there's a like, way to that's how charlie d'amelio started her no way and got famous <laughs> Uh-huh. Huh. Stealing from black creators. Who? No, not her. And being silent during Black History Month. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, so after you started creating more content, what was kind of like the first, obviously you kind of stuck in the, the comedy and political area. What was one of the first or first couple videos that kind of blew up that you started to see a lot more traction for or was it more of like a was it like a gradual build for you or was there a few that like really popped off ironically my most viewed tiktok is my second tiktok that i've ever posted <laughs> are you Whoa. serious kind of crazy that's so funny yeah wow i think it got like half a million views and i was like oh my god <laughs> you're like wow i'm famous just, yeah <laughs> kind of <laughs> my friends would not let me live that down no. but um, <laughs> I think it was just like, yeah, it was a TikTok of me like making a really basic joke. It was just like when white people come up to me after summer break and say like, I'm almost as dark as you now. Mm -hmm. Like that was the joke essentially with like a few other added elements in there. And I think I saw that and was like, maybe I should stick to that. Just like super basic 
commentary with comedy thrown Mm -hmm. in there. But I didn't really like doing that. And I mean, we were going through an election year and I just like felt like I needed to talk about other things that weren't white people make me angry. Like I... I never want my content to feel like it's only about white people. And I see a lot of like other creators do that too. And they gain some success that way. But it's also like, I don't know, it's a little boring. So. Mm. So, so would you say like after that happened that you were like, okay, that's cool. I got some following, but it's not something I'm interested in. I'm going to try something different. And was it like you had an idea what that was or were you just experimenting at that point? Um, I think I was just experimenting. I think I'm still experimenting. Like, I don't really have a set vibe to the stuff that I post. I think a lot of people kind of have their shtick or their, totally. like, formula in posting content. And I'm just like, I don't know, maybe I'll post a recipe tomorrow. Like, <laughs> right. I just kind of want to post whatever I want to do. Yeah, so. I think that's, I mean, it makes me happy to know that someone can still get a following because of that because I've seen so many people who Mm -hmm. like once they do one thing they just I know I keep coming back to like dance creators but there was like this one person who had made like a really popular dance and every single post was just that dance which I'm like be proud of that totally but like I want to unfollow you because I'm so tired of seeing this goddamn (laughs) dance again like and I know it's about the algorithm and trying to get more people to see it like I understand it but at some point it's like (sighs) come up with a new dance no definitely (laughs) yeah I I mean there are so many other like examples like that where it's it might not be like the same dance but it's the same joke or the same kind of joke and like same thing i'll go through somebody's profile and i'm like oh is this or like the thirst trap guys where that's all they do and i'm like i get it you have a great body good for you but let's not forget i know that there are a lot of adults on this app but there are also children here too and i'm tired of reading your comment sections of like 13 year olds being like yes daddy I'm tired. I just gotta yeah. Mitch. I gotta say it's weird. Um, yeah. <laughs> like full disclosure, I've deleted the app because I just can't handle it. Like, I, oh, I keep sending I, you TikToks. You, you talking also, about I being... could save them and send them to you. Sorry, I thought you still had the app. No, no, you can send them to me. Like I'm still getting the texts, but like, and I'm watching them on, on that. But like, you were talking about uh, being too old potentially. I'm older than both of you, and it's just like, oh. I I don't feel like it's not for me. Yeah, that's the, I think that was another, like now that I'm thinking back to before I had the mm-hmm. app, I think that was another reason why I didn't download it because TikTok was kind of going through a scandal of like uh, not promoting like black people as much as they were mm-hmm. their white counterparts and mm. B, which is still um, happening. there were like legitimately pedophiles on the ass probably still are yes yeah (laughs) Yeah. and they weren't doing a very good job of cracking down on that and um, especially when they're the popular creators and they don't want to yeah especially when they're in the hype house (laughs) um yeah (laughs) yeah but i was like oh that's kind of weird and then you see like content creators who may not be explicitly catering towards like children but there is no way to make that a 
like there's no way to block children from seeing your yeah. content. Like you can you put, can put eight, eighteen exactly. plus. Yeah, that's what I was saying but, before. Is that you can put eighteen yeah, plus, but it, if they if it comes up on their for you page, you can't stop a kid from. Because I also don't think there's an. We've all been on the internet yeah. and said yes, I'm eighteen. It, yeah, like there's I was just no about way. To say, to I don't terrify. even think you have to say you're eighteen. I mean, maybe you do, but I don't think if you didn't say you're eighteen that those channels wouldn't be on. TikTok. Yeah, I mean it's it's yeah. hard to regulate because again, there's so there's just so much content on there. Um mm-hmm. and I'm not coming to TikTok's defense by any stretch of the imagination, but like there's so many I I honestly couldn't even know how to start with that. I mean, obviously, look at the content that's being right. reported and maybe take it down because I know a lot of people have mm-hmm. done that and it's not being taken down for whatever reason. You, YouTube had that same problem for a little bit where there were a lot of things being reported and there was a slow response yeah. time. I mean, it's still I'm sure happens. that TikTok is going to catch up yeah. to that pace. It's At just least like, with YouTube, still you growing can have things. specific, like you can actually block videos. I mean, again, we've all pressed, right. I am 18, but so it's, it's a little harder with TikTok because their algorithm is so weird like it's it's great because it shows you a lot of what you like but it also shows what's really popular and what's really popular may not be appropriate for whatever but yeah i will say though tiktok has done a thing where they've used like they flag certain filters or like effects yes um like they induce seizures so i'm like so you have the ability (laughs) to do that but not like flag 18 plus content. I don't get that. Yeah. AI is getting better, but yeah, yeah. we're not there yet. I Who think Ju- jumping back to, to your content though, would love to know how you think about, like you've already talked a little bit about how you, you're still experimenting. You're doing what, what you think is, is interesting and, and kind of the, the content that you want to put out, but how much are you playing into like creating content for a given type of audience? Like, are you trying to cater anything to specific people? Are you, is that just naturally occurring? Would love to know a little bit about how your, your process is going with selecting what you're, you're putting out there. I definitely make content that i mean i don't i don't like to think that i'm creating an echo chamber (laughs) but i am trying to create like at least a safe community Mm -hmm. of like more leftist ideas and politics and i mean in doing so obviously some right-wing people are going to see that content and critique it and you know i'm only I'm not as patient as I want to be, so I will only engage in comments (laughs) and conversation as much as I want to. But yeah, I think I I cater to people in that way. And then, like I was saying, like, I don't want to make, I don't want to be the another mixed girl on TikTok making content for white people. So I try not to do that. Fair, yeah. (laughs) Right on. I think we had uh, like I want to make sure that we do cover it, but like uh, I think we mentioned something about the the creator fund and just kind of like mm-hmm. process for like what you're thinking about in the future. Want to touch on that before we go into any final questions? Yeah, for people listening who may not know too much about the creator fund, it's this thing that TikTok implemented sort of to I guess even the playing field mm-hmm. because. People are like, I want to monetize my content, but I'm not, you know, Addison Ray. Yeah, or getting brand deals. So how deals. can I do yeah. so? 
Totally. Yeah, exactly. I'm not having people reach out to me. Mm-hmm. So TikTok made this thing where you can turn it on or turn it off, but uh, when it's on, you get a certain amount of money for how many people like engage with your content. I think it's measured in likes, and I don't know. It's likes or views. I don't know how it's right? quantified. It's like yeah, for every like thousand that. or something, you get like a cent or like ten thousand views or whatever. It's probably likes just because I think views are easier to manipulate, easier to get. Yeah, that's yeah, fair. yeah. And I had used it for a while. I didn't have as many followers at the time, but I was also just like curious to see how mm-hmm. it works. And there are things that you have to hit to be in the creator fund too, right? Like not anyone who joins TikTok can. Like, aren't there? I, I feel like there are. Know. Let me. Let me open my Maybe phone you have and to check. Get, like ten k or yeah, something. Yeah, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna I check that because I feel that. like I feel like that's a thing. Anyway, continue what you were saying. Yeah, but as I was using it myself and like a couple of other mutuals realized that for whatever reason we were getting less engagement mm. with our profiles mm. and. You know, as much as I love earning five cents a day, it was just like, okay, I think I would rather engage in the larger community than participate in that. Maybe if I had like a million followers, it's, I mean, it's definitely something that I would utilize. But yeah, I I just like, I wasn't really impressed by by the creator fund. Yeah, it's, uh, Mm -hmm. it's. Be at least 18 years old, huh? Have at least 10,000 <laughs> video views in the last 30 days and have at least 10,000 followers. So, okay. So, it that that kind of narrows the field a, a great deal when it when it comes to the mission of like what what is what was their intended purpose? Like I suppose that that's more to just monetize like mid to high level, but like how do you help grow somebody that's just starting out like is that not a part of their mission or is it is there a gap there like what are are there any thoughts i i'm not sure if i mean there's not like a a set way to gain a following it's kind of just like you know utilizing hashtags seeing what's trendy talking about things that are either engaging or have like a niche community Mm -hmm. there are like a lot of different ways to get there but i don't think i mean i think tiktok does its best with telling people what's popular by like creating trending pages and like letting you know what's trending in that way but but also someone can post something and blow up overnight from just like you know a stupid video yeah it's mm-hmm. always animal videos too. Mm-hmm. Those are like the most oh popular my God. Animal, ones. I never understand. Animal, animal and baby videos for sure. <laughs> Animals. Yeah. I mean some of them are pretty cute. I think one of my favorite parts about TikTok is that there are so many like subcultures within it and they all think that they're the best. Oh yeah. <laughs> so or it's like, you know, are you on bean TikTok? Like I remember when that was a big thing, like being mm-hmm. on the different sides of TikTok. I, I mean, again, I think it's fascinating that, like, two people can have somewhat similar tastes, but their For You pages can be completely different or exactly the same. There are a lot of things that I don't understand about it. But, like, from the perspective of, yeah, my <laughs> hands to forehead, it's like, oh, oh God, it's embarrassing. Um, so uh, when I had it, oh, kitty. Um, <laughs> sorry, the cat just jumped up. Focus, Mitch. Focus. Um, <laughs> there's a question in here. I promise. Okay. Uh, 
TikTok from the perspective of somebody that just watched it and could be engulfed in it for a very long period of time. Um, I, I would get those notices of like, hey, maybe put TikTok down. <laughs> you, you've um, been scrolling for way too long, yeah. but I blocked their account so they don't come up on my For You page anymore. Yeah. so it, Get some snacks, get some water. Yeah, that's it exactly. <laughs> so so I, I deleted it because it was a bad habit for me. But coming from somebody that's more of a, a creator on, on the platform, how important is it for you to be watching for extended periods of time, picking up on trends, seeing what content is out there and either responding or filling a gap of like, hey, this isn't a conversation being had. We should have this. I guess the question boiled down is how do you not get sucked into it from a consumer standpoint and still create something that's relevant? Mm, that's a really good question. I mean, I work a lot, <laughs> so I don't have the ability to be in front of my phone as much as I want to. But I don't know. I think I'm I, I don't think I have like a social media problem, but I do think that I'm on social media like most days. And so I see what's going on. I like know what's popping. I've seen everybody's bus it challenge like five times. I like I get it. <laughs> that I won't be engaging with. <laughs> I mean, it's so built into our lives, I feel like, especially for you and me, because we were at the tail end of the people who didn't have cell phones in elementary school and like middle school ish. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of we grew up with always having social media. Um, <laughs> so scared for the kids who have it from the day they are born yeah. and also we're in a pandemic so like <laughs> so much right. easier to exactly, just pick up your phone yeah. and that's the way to be social rather than going outside now okay right i mean i i think i also just have like the kind of personality that sort of like hyper fixates on one thing at a time so if i'm passionate enough about something like i will talk about right. it or engage with yeah. it or something so yeah that's kind of I guess that's kind of how I stay trendy. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, I was I was just kind of curious. It's uh, something I can see being very difficult balancing. Um, totally. Yeah. Being relevant and being able to how, how to focus your time properly. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of people who just do trends and that's their mm. thing. And then there are people who do their own content and then sprinkle trends in here and there. But, you know, it's it's so random sometimes like what video is gonna mm -hmm. be popular like I know there's so many creators that I found from like a video that they did not want to go viral for of them just like shit posting essentially and then that's the one that blew up but here we right. are <laughs> yeah I, I guess that's kind of how you like stay ahead of everybody is that you like you see the trend and then you grow upon it mm -hmm. or you just don't engage with the trend at all I think it's it's maybe more important to have, like, trendy commentary than it is to have trendy, like... Like the challenge trends, media. yeah. Sure, yeah. Like, challenge trends are pretty easy to do. And I think, like, hey, if you're a really good dancer and you know that you could do, like, you know, whatever Meg the Stallion dance challenge she's got out mm -hmm. there, then, like, definitely do that. That's how a lot of people get discovered that way, too. Totally, you know? yeah. But, like, there are other ways that you can do things. Maybe you yourself could create a dance challenge. Like, there's just so much to mm -hmm. do. Okay. 
Mitch is planning his TikTok. (laughs) Dance challenge. Make your own. I'm picking up tips. Yeah. (laughs) I'm taking notes. I'm making sure that I I know the the recipe that could be success. (laughs) Get a following. Um, Do the bus it challenge, question mark, whatever it it is. (laughs) Learn bus it. Define bus it. Um. Hey everyone, just wanted to jump in before we get into our final questions and let you know where you can find Gabrielle. She is on Instagram at Gabrielle.Friedman and her TikTok is Yeehaw Gabrielle, my favorite TikTok name ever. Uh, Anyway, go find her there and let's jump into our final questions. Final question time. What do you think is the hardest thing about pursuing the arts? Um, like, other than the fact that I'm not white, um... <laughs> That's a big one! <laughs> it could be that. Gosh. That's a good answer. <laughs> Damn, ooh. <laughs> I mean, like, the arts how? Because I, as much as I like TikTok, I am, like, a musical yeah, theater major. Yeah, you can take and... it totally not on TikTok and in your real life pursuing musical theater and acting in that sense. I guess, I mean, right now it's the pandemic, like, quite honestly. Um, I had, like, a pretty upward projection of where I wanted to be at the moment, and then the pandemic yep. happened. So I know how you feel. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's been interesting because I've gotten a chance to try to learn how to adapt to that. Like, I don't think that I ever would have gotten, you know, a Mac and a microphone and a ring light and all of that other stuff. Um, And I think it's, you know, kind of made me step my game up in that sense, because there's a way to sort of present yourself professionally. But when you have to bring the professionalism into your home, it's a different skill set. Totally, yeah. So I'm happy to have gained new skills in that way. But I also deeply, deeply miss it. I think I've been listening to, like, original Broadway cast soundtracks every other day now just because I I really do miss it. But in the meantime, you know, trying to be healthier, trying to keep up with my dance training and my singing and all of that. I really want to go to grad school, so that's something that I'm working on at the moment. But, you know, who knows when things will go back to normal. So the best that we can do is just prepare for when it does. I totally agree with that. Yep. So what what's your favorite piece of art right now? Not restricted to any kind of medium. So it could be a movie, TV show. TikTok. Book. TikTok. <laughs> it could be a trend if you'd like. The bus a challenge. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure when you send it, I will decide to make that my favorite. We'll have a conversation about this episode. That's the title of this episode. Um, <laughs> Gabrielle Friedman and the Busset Challenge. <laughs> now, <laughs> I that's a really great question. I <laughs> I got really into the SpongeBob musical <laughs> for a minute. Amazing. I, um, yes. Sorry. Yes. We're, we're a fan <laughs> of this choice. I saw it in theaters. It's... <laughs> 
Really? I did. I I went. I yes. What? I went with. I went with my friend Griffin. We got rush tickets. We were literally in the back. Top. Wait, Griffin, like Griffin from high school, or a different Griffin? Not Griffin yeah, from high school. Though. No, a different Griffin. Okay, got you. We were literally in the very back row, and it was the most fun I've had in a very long time at a at a musical. Right? And like, I, I think it helped that I went with the expectation of I was going to see a SpongeBob the SquarePants musical, so I wasn't expecting like. Mm-hmm. But I also was thoroughly entertained. The songs were really good. The acting was like pretty good as well. And I was like, okay, I had ve- I had like very low expectations for it none at all to be perfectly honest and i was thoroughly surprised yeah Yeah. i mean the cast is like really diverse Mm -hmm. they've got like a whole number in there that is like maybe the best like adaptation of a gospel number in musical theater that i've ever heard it's just it's so fun and the message is just like very simple but sweet and I just, I loved it. And I, I cried super hard. I was just <laughs> you like laugh. in love yeah. with it. Yeah. Yeah. The whole gamut I, of emotions. I also saw Hamilton on Disney Plus mm-hmm. because that was out. And I had heard the music from the show. I love it. Like, I, I'm not, I, I hope I don't come across as like, I hate Lin-Manuel Miranda no. and everything that he does. Like, he's Hamilton, I feel fine. like, is very polarizing for some reason. I'm like, it's not that big, guys. It's yeah. okay. Like, it's a musical. It's all right. <laughs> Anything that liberals like too much, I think I'm just like, like but... <laughs> like, oh, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, but I... I like most of the cast, and I think that the performances were really solid. I cried during that, too, but it doesn't take much for me to cry, honestly. But, you know, I can't think that at the end of the day, like, you've got people of color on stage playing slave owners, and that's weird. Like, you can't separate yourself from history that much, Right. and Spongebob isn't a slave owner, (laughs) therefore... Um, yeah, uh, non-musical theater, though, I've, uh, really been enjoying The Crown, oddly enough. Mm. Mm. Yep. Nice, nice. Uh, our next question is one of my favorites, because it's just so out of nowhere. What keeps you up at night? You know, this is figuratively, because I go to sleep like a baby. Um, (laughs) it keeps me up at night too much. I think, you know, this sucks because I'm having trouble thinking of just one thing. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the worst Honestly, part about this Honestly, a lot question. of people have had that issue. They're like, I can't think of just one, but I'll just say the first one that comes to my mind. Yeah. yeah. I guess one of them is why so many people still think that not wearing a mask is a thing after a year. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I think what keeps me up at night is the mental gymnastics that many Americans go through to to continue to believe what they believe. You mm. know what I mean? Totally. Like, to continue to believe that, like, there are things about you that are superior and there are things about other people that are inferior. Or to think that the way that you were raised is the best way to be raised and any deviation from that is wrong. And not only wrong, but dangerous and should be, like, attack. Yeah. I have never been able to wrap my head around like biases like that cuz I just totally. can't. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> very valid. Very very valid. Yeah. 
Yeah. Has I, anybody asked y'all that question? Can I know what keeps you up at night? <laughs> I mean, honestly, same. Like, I, my biggest thing has just been, like, another reason why I'm kind of, I never want to say that I'm thankful for the pandemic because of how many lives have been lost and, you know, all of the awful things that have happened. But, like, you mm-hmm. know, getting to spend more time with family is great. But it's just, like, I didn't realize how many people were so selfish. Like, it really... It was kind of nice being able to cut off people, like have a real reason to, you know, rather than just being kind Mm -hmm. of annoyed by them. And also, again, the election did that tenfold as well um, of just like, wow, you really don't get it. You really just do not care about anyone other than yourself. And that's just always been very strange to me. And it's just I think it's just so blatantly obvious now, especially with masks and just like. It's just, I, uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't get it either. I, I have a very hard time understanding people who just can't, like, care, <laughs> essentially. Yeah. Which I'm like, wow. It's insane. All right. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would just say ditto to all of that. I know that's kind of a cop out, but um, that, and then I got a new upstairs neighbor that um, oh, no. walks as hard on the ground as Melody does. <laughs> Which, if you know Melody, <laughs> Melody is a heavy walker. I am a heavy walker. And if you live underneath Melody at any moment, you will know yeah. that the giant yeah. from James and the giant Pete. No. Nope. <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't remember James, that plot point, James, actually. <laughs> James and the giant peach and the giant who eats that peach. Um, and there's a witch. <laughs> If the peach grew legs, it would be Melody. (laughs) That's the marketing clip right there. (laughs) Holy shit, that's so funny. Oh my god. What what am I trying to think of? It's the the beanstalk. Yeah, James and the beanstalk. Jack and the beanstalk. Jack Jack and the beanstalk. Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) Too many J names. Damn J's. Um, Uh, But yeah, this person walks really loudly. Yikes. Um, That's not fun. Mm. Yeah. So to close out, uh, the final question we have for you today, which thank you for answering the questions. Mm-hmm. And it's been very interesting hearing your responses and very thought provoking. Yeah, this has been great. I love it. Um, <laughs> final question. What one piece of advice would you give someone who wants to pursue the arts? Who? Um, I think I have a couple of like tips I guess one of them would be really understand why you're pursuing this because I think a lot of people get into this weird mind space with pursuing the arts and honestly like fame is my end goal too I definitely want to be able to uh, sustain myself and be an artist that isn't starving but that shouldn't be the only motivator because as soon as it is you get sucked into these really awful things and you don't have the the type of community or support behind you that will make it sustainable so that's one and also like save up your money because (laughs) 
It ain't I don't cheap. think people like to admit it, but yeah, it's really not cheap. And unfortunately, the people that are going to have the edge over you are going to be the people that just yep. were awarded the <laughs> affluence and can afford more training yep. or more connections or it's whatever. It's always been like, a rich kid's game. Yeah. yeah it's like... getting lucky and 50% like putting yourself in the space to be lucky at that moment, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense. Very true. And also, I guess just, you know, stay true to yourself. I know that sounds so corny, but like, don't, don't forget where you came from and don't forget the people that helped you along the way, especially because you're probably going to run into them again. And like, it's it's just, it's it's good to make very easy to lose yourself in this business, especially when you're trying to be Mm -hmm. something, you will try anything. Right. Yeah, yeah, and, like, don't, I I know that, like, everybody is saying that you have to monetize your art and your hobbies, but, like, the more that you can do that, but also enjoy it, is the best, because, yeah, Yeah. it's clear when somebody's doing it just for money, it really is. Yeah. It's the nuance of, like, (laughs) respecting what you're doing, and knowing that Mm -hmm. with that respect, there comes a... A need for it to like be rewarded yeah. for, in a proper way. Yeah, but not for in the right. world, rather than it just yeah. Totally. Yeah. 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 It's hard to like find value in your art and be mm-hmm. like, I deserve this for this effort, and then also be like, this isn't the only reason why I'm doing totally. it. Totally. Mm-hmm. You know. No, yeah, especially in a space where it's like everybody is so whether they're pursuing the arts or not they're just constantly like posting and selling or doing promotion like it's it's built into our society now to just like constantly be putting yourself out there and doing things and you know it's like which is great but also like I feel like there's so much pressure to constantly be putting stuff out there and if you're not if you're not posting you know TikToks or if you're not doing this then you're not doing enough which I think is stupid. Like, yes, it can help. And, you know, having a big following for some producers is going to be more important than acting, which is unfortunate. But, right. like, at the end of the day, you have to be happy. And, like, eh, you got to find that balance, which is hard. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, there are just so many different avenues in the arts right. that I feel like it's hard not to find your thing. Like, totally. there's, like, acting, there's voice acting, dance drama there's like visual arts. artistic yeah. therapy visual arts yeah. and there are so many mediums within visual oh arts my God, like yeah. I, I think there's something for everybody totally for sure yeah. hey thanks for listening for more information about the podcast visit our website www.artisticpodcast.com if you liked the episode do us a favor and share it with a friend it's the best way to help people find our podcast and will help support the show for updates on new episodes and content you can follow us at the artistic pod on instagram and facebook thanks again for listening and we'll catch you next week see ya oh god did i delete something did you delete Pity. something mitchell what did you delete what did you do she deleted our final questions <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even shitting you. She deleted the title. She's like, this needs a rework. You guys suck. You need to learn how to podcast from a cat. (laughs)
<laughs> I don't even know how she's making these icons. <laughs> like, 